0: Patreon.com slash uh $4 a month gets you in there.
1: Baseball, Blue Jays, and more baseball. It's The Walk-Off with Scott Belford and Adam Mack. This ball is crushed. The Die Hard Podcast for the casual fan. Fire.
0: And another one. My goodness.
1: So this was last week, buddy. My sister was in town for our wedding party. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, the wife and I eloped in January. Most of you uh, have sent, uh, you know, congratulations and stuff as Adam held down the ship while we were off uh, parading around Africa for about a month here. But we did have our little like family get together and stuff like that. And the sister was in town with her boyfriend and we were out on the patio the night before and we were just enjoying a. a left-handed cigarette, if you will. And all of a sudden this, this
0: dude <laughs> I've never heard it described that way before.
1: You like that, eh? I like that. That's, That's an good. old term. That's an okay. old term. Just really showing my age here. Okay. Uh, this guy comes up to the patio and he's like, buddy, I'm so sorry. I forgot my key. Like, I, I, I need you to let me in. So I was like, okay, no big deal. I go to let him in. He's got a Blue Jays hat on and a Blue Jays shirt on. And he looks at me and he's like, you're the (laughs) walk-off you guys do that blue jays podcast i was like yeah hey man like it is like 12 30 at night by the way (laughs) like yeah hey man he's like holy shit you live here i'm like yeah i I live here so anyways eric and 102 big fan uh (laughs) eric and 102 that's great hi eric Uh, so a little tip of the hat his way. Uh, and uh, I'm so friend of the show also, right? Mustard Tiger, big mm-hmm. Patreon guy. He's been with us since, uh, I mean, as close to day one as it possibly can come pretty much for yep. people who weren't uh, your brother, your dad, and my brother and dad. Right. <laughs> yes. yes, <laughs> uh, Of course, him and I met last year at Rogers Center. He's in Calgary tonight, so he's going to come by. And yeah. watch the jays game on the patio so uh eric and 102 if you're around hey, we're watching the go. game on the patio there you go hey, big walk-off party on the patio beautiful
0: <laughs> it's all coming together amazing stuff
1: okay let's get into it it is mailbag day it is a monday morning mailbag on a tuesday afternoon kind of day we had a pile of interaction from you folks over the last week here so If you don't get your comment on, don't take it personal. Just keep trying, honestly. DM us. We do our best to switch it up as much as possible. Uh, Patreon gets the bump. So if you're here in Patreon lots, they just get that priority bump. It's part of being uh, a member of that $4 club that not only gets you priority on Mailbag, but it gets you all the episodes priority and quick right away and uh, instant access to all of our interviews. Twitter at Walk Off Podcast. You can go ahead and DM, DM us. You can also just tweet at us. I know it's what is it Xing now, but uh, yeah. I will never I will never stop referring to it as Twitter. You can reach out on Instagram at the Walk Off Podcast, and of course, our Discord is constantly growing. I've been really impressed with our Discord. There's so many new members in there, and it's still such a great community. I love that there's people in there that disagree and you all keep it reasonable. So thank you for that. We had a little bit of a discord blow up like 18 months ago and had to change the way we let people in. But if you want in discord, all you need to do is shoot us a message and we will send you a link and away you go. Okay. I think that's the housekeeping. Let's get into it.
0: Um, all right. So we're going to start with
1: from Patreon.
0: Uh Matt Finley says gonna need a food analogy from Adam every mailbag. See how long we can keep up the streak. All right. Let's uh I think the streak's at one right now. So <laughs> let's keep her going. I, I'm I'm usually pretty good with the uh the food analogies. It's my go to, right? It's waiting for that cake to bake. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, let's uh let's let's keep this tracked now in the stat cast era. I'm sure we can start tracking my food analogy streak. So there you go. Um, Johnny Eaton in Patreon says, question for the mailbag. Can you talk about the Blue Jays and not Wander Franco? Yes.
1: Yes, please. <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: he then goes on to say a uh, sub question and then gives a question about Wander Franco. So I'm just going to ignore that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was Thanks, a trick Johnny. johnny's trying to trap you and it really he baited us
0: in there yeah, yeah i almost fell for it um it's like when you're like uh don't mention it and they're like don't mention what and then you're like you tell them what they're not supposed to mention and they're like hey, yeah. yeah anyways stupid dad stuff okay um we talked last week about i think it was David schneider and the contributions he's pulling on this team. Uh, if he sticks with the team, who do we send down? Uh, Biggio, Espinal. We went that whole back and forth on that. Then, of course, I brought up the struggles that Espinal has had this season. Um, I brought up the fact that he has seven errors
1: mm-hmm. in,
0: like, 40 games, whereas Kevin Biggio only has one compared it to Bo Bichette, who has eight errors, but is obviously a full-time player and a shortstop at that. Um, And now, yeah, every time I bring up errors, I do acknowledge the fact that it's not a perfect measurement of defensive prowess. So Mark Ryan on YouTube commented, uh, every time you use errors to make a point, you qualify it by saying errors aren't the be-all end-all. So how about using DRS or OAA instead? That's defensive run saved and outs above average. They are flawed in their own right. I kind of went back and forth uh, with Mark in the comment section here. I don't want to spend the next 15 minutes breaking down every flaw that outs above average has or defensive run saved or UZR for that matter.
1: There isn't a perfect stat, though. There like, that is what it breaks down to.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, again, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but just as a for example, uh, the Blue Jays, as a team, are the best in baseball as far as defensive run save goes. 73. Uh, I believe the Padres are third, and they have like 35. Blue Jays more than double the third. So, like, miles ahead. Miles ahead. In defensive runs saved. Um, Outs above average, minus five. They're 19th in outs above average. So, like, there's some discrepancy here in, like... I don't know. Anyways, uh, last year...
1: For defensive runs saved, by the way, it quantifies a player's entire defensive performance by attempting to measure... How many runs a defender saves. So what it's doing, it's taking into account errors, range, outfield arm, double playability. And it's really interesting. This is a good stat, but it is flawed in a lot of ways because of stuff like trying to measure measure range, right? Trey Turner is a prime example of this. Trey Turner was... This was in 2022. So last year, he was struggling with defensive runs saved. He literally moved where he was positioning and all of a sudden went from a negative defensive run saved DRS to way above average. So a lot of times the the flaw is where are these guys being positioned? How are they uh, expected to play their position by the team? And sometimes it just like, You know, and it's weird to see you kind of summed it up there with the team aspect of defensive runs saved and outs above average, which tend to go hand in hand when people are talking these defensive stats, these defensive metrics, defensive metrics, incredibly difficult to measure as it is, because a lot of it is just you're putting numbers into a formula and hoping it's getting as close to the the thing you want. Right. Mm -hmm. So defensive runs saved. It's a shifting animal kind of thing. Whereas like errors. Yes. Errors is flawed as well, but for the other side of things, errors doesn't take that into account. All errors is counting is how many times a guy flubs up. Yeah. So
0: yeah. I uh, above average, for example, accounts for a distance. A guy had to travel to get to the play. How hard was the ball hit? Uh, mm-hmm. How fast was the base runner? Um, how, how, how far was the throw they had to make doesn't account for things like, um, well, it doesn't factor in errors at all. So if you throw it into the dugout and the guy gets an extra base, there's no penalty. It's just a calculation of did you make the out or not, right? Yes. Uh, doesn't factor for exceptional arm strength. So like outfield assists that are just gunned out at home, like
1: Which Lourdes is real we watched million for years. Stats, exactly, right? right?
0: exactly um, and
1: everyone has their favorite
0: everyone's like oh but UZR is perfect yeah okay except that it like in its own description <laughs> page is like yeah but you should probably look at like three seasons worth of data and like how am I supposed to do that for Cavan Biggio and Santiago Espinal yeah right like have they played three seasons worth of baseball in their career yet like I don't think so
1: maybe in their entire career, <laughs> entire <laughs> but, career. Come, yeah. yeah
0: exactly um anyways I don't want to have to preface this every single time. I could go but to if DRS. You don't, there's I'm a bunch still of gonna. Comments. Yes. I'm still gonna have to qualify with DRS or with with outs above average. That you know, when I'm comparing Espanol and, and Beach, I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, but this doesn't account for the fact that you know, Kevin Biggio is playing all these different positions, or that this is happening. Like errors now, is just will... simple and. It's my preferred my preferred yes. simple black and white go-to thing. So, choose your own as you will. This for me is is mine and uh, yeah.
1: I will give Mark Ryan some credit here on pushing back when we were giving out the OPS of everyone from May 1st. His idea, like, his his pushback was, well, that's oh. not how really... We got a, a lot of
0: pushback was. on this, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's...
1: And I Go agree ahead. with that. I agree with that. I do agree with it. That said, guys yeah, slump. And I sometimes know. if you can pinpoint where they're slumping and isolate the better numbers, you can kind of tell when what you can expect from them when they're not dog shit. Yeah, I mean... <sighs>
0: Yeah, we got a lot of pushback. I know Tuesday Day with Johnny was jumping in there too. It's like, well, it's just an arbitrary th- thing line to in put. the sand,
1: and it is an arbitrary line in the sand.
0: Other than career numbers, you got to draw the line somewhere, though. Mm-hmm. This isn't Mister Baseball. Like, I'm not, I'm not getting so specific by saying, well, Kevin Biggio leads the team in ninth inning doubles in the month of May. You know, <laughs> like just chill. I'm saying recently and also, yeah, we're factoring in the fact that like part-time play is, is a factor. Mm-hmm. Um. Now here's the thing with stats. All of them are flawed. Yeah. Right. Like universally, whatever your criticism is of almost any stat or metric or whatever can almost be applied to every single other one. Like there, it's an incomplete picture And just don't pretend to be getting the whole picture when you're, I don't know.
1: It's why I love baseball nerds so much, though. Because they try so hard to get it down to that one number, right? Like, And they just. And they think they found it with war. war. I mean, I
0: knew you were going there. Uh, Okay. War has its own issues. And I've ranted on this before many a time. But like here You divide the crowd every time. I divide the crowd every time. <laughs> you here, have a lot of support, a lot of detractors. Here's here's one thing that would go a long ways to like satisfying my gripes with war is to just have MLB have an official war. I don't I'm gonna you have don't issues B war. I'm F gonna war? have issues with how they're calculated still, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. But yeah, baseball reference has its own war. Baseball perspective has a war P. There's F war for fan graphs. Like just if it's not the same number and it's all calculated differently, get out of here with that. I don't want to have to here. Okay, we, what, three times a week, HeyKami in our text chain is texting us some hybrid new stat that he's come up with slug volume or something right yes they're very interesting stats and i could see where he's coming from but i don't want to have to go to like bobsfansite.com to look up
1: how good was a guy right you know, like give me an official number let's at say least. let's say war was a pie okay and <laughs> i don't need different
0: brands of pie
1: give me the official pie okay Send him to the pie store. He doesn't need a ton of different pie stores. Apple pie,
0: (laughs) strawberry pie. Anyways, war has its own issues, but yeah, DRS, UZR, whatever. Pick the one you want. Start a podcast. Talk all about DRS all you like, and I'll tune in. I promise I will. And I'll leave in the comment section. Yeah, but how many errors does he have? I promise I'll do that. Okay. Uh, pretty sure the one thing the Blue Jays community is missing is more Blue Jays podcasts. So, yes, get on it, Mark, and uh, really lay into <laughs> <Specifically> DRS, <Mark>. <laughs> <laughs> and outs above average. Okay, anyways, uh, yeah, that's just where I'm coming from. I'm gonna Great continue comment. to preface so, like, it.
1: I know we've we've dug way too deep into this, but I, I they had good points. That's just where we're coming from on why Adam chooses errors at times over certain other things. Everyone has their preference in stats. Still a baseball average.
0: I'm a batting average guy too. What can I say? I don't know.
1: I I don't want people to take this either that we're shitting on stats. They're the most important thing in baseball. We're only
0: shitting on Mark, not on (laughs) stats. I'm just kidding, Mark. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love pushback. I love pushback because that's how we grow. Because You know what the pushback did is it made me go to Google Mm -hmm. and it made me research defensive runs saved and how they're calculated and outs above average and how they're calculated. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't swayed. I'm entrenched in my opinion, and that's what we need out of people, right, is to be further entrenched in their opinions. (laughs) More unwavering people in their
1: opinion. That's what the world needs.
0: You know, civil discourse. This is what we're doing here. Uh, One thing, yeah, whatever, anyways. Spent too much time yeah, we, on that already. We can
1: move on. Absolutely, we fun. can move on. Uh, thank you, Mark and Johnny. You guys have yes. both been uh, contributing to the community for well over a year, probably. So a tip of the hat to both of you. Thank you.
0: All right. From Twitter, Jerry Sleeves, 007, big James Bond fan, says, Hey, guys, what a win in that final game of the Cubs series. Can either of you explain to me what the deal is with this team? Every time I give up on them and think the season is over, they string together some wins. Is this an actual contending team? Well, I was going to say the opposite. I was going to say every time we go World Series and we start booking our time off work, they lose 5 out of 6 to the <laughs> Guardians and the Cl- and the Cubs. So <laughs> it works both ways. It's a double-edged sword, as they say.
1: I'm with Jerry, though. What's the deal with this <laughs> team? <laughs> Seinfeld reference. All right. You go. Honestly, are they a contender? Like, I, I yes. Say, if yeah. if your If your idea of a contender is are they in a playoff hunt? Absolutely, they are. Do they have the horses to win a World Series? I don't know. Like, I... They would, things would need to go incredibly right for them. One thing the Blue Jays do have going for them. They're number one in all of baseball in defensive runs saved. Yes. Uh, Their outfield is incredible. Their pitching has been. Honestly, I don't know if I remember a Blue Jays team that has been so top to bottom reliable pitching wise. And I i don't mean just starters. I mean, bullpen low leverage guys. It's been really impressive to see the pitching staff that this team has put together. There are a lot of reasons to tear this front office apart. Pitching is not one of them. In fact, even if you look at what they've got going on next year, it looks really good. Hinge and Ryu coming back. I mean, he had just a great outing again, against the Cubs, Uh, a shaky first inning. I mean, he got hammered so hard in his second outing where, and when I say hammered so hard, I meant like he was pitching a no hitter and then literally got hit in the knee and had to deal with a knee contusion for a week, but he's back on the mound. The guy is hitting his spots. He's in the best shape that I've ever seen a hinge and Ryu in. He lost 30 pounds over this rehab stint. I'm excited about Ryu, man. I really think that he is going to contribute far more over the next six weeks people had had anticipated. And I think he's going to really make a strong argument that if he's not in the rotation for a playoff spot, that he makes the roster.
0: Yeah. Um, well, we got more to talk about Ryu in a bit. But yeah, as far as this team, is it a contender? Um, I mean, here's the positives. Pitching is lights out. Um, if we look at runs allowed, just total runs allowed in all of baseball, Blue Jays are second best, four hundred and eighty-one. Only the Mariners have a few, few allowed fewer runs. And they've played two less games. So unless they go back-to-back shutouts. Mm-hmm. That, Jays, are a, number one. Jays are Which number one. Which is
1: hilarious because both the Mariners and the Jays are like not good at scoring runs. <laughs> no. But.
0: Well, we talked about defensive. uh Defensive run saved or however you want to look at it. Defensively, this team is good. Really mm-hmm. good. Defense doesn't slump, as they say. Right. So bringing this back to is this team a contender i mean if they make the playoffs then it's just a matter of do the bats get hot Mm -hmm. and that goes for any team right whether it's the atlanta braves or the la dodgers or whoever
1: you just need timely hitting but And even zooming the microscope out to where we're at right now, August 15th, going into a series against the Phillies. We play two against the Phillies. There's the off day on Thursday. They play three against Cincinnati. There's three against, and then another off day. So this team is being well-rested this month of August. Uh, Then there's three against Baltimore, the 25th, 26th, 27th. They're back home against Cleveland. And then three against Washington, three against Colorado, three against Oakland, three against Kansas City before the meat grinder that is the final three weeks of the season. This team really could separate themselves from the the teams that are chasing them. The Mariners are two games back now. The Mariners have cooled off a little bit since going nine and one. The Boston Red Sox are still scary to me. They just at every step of the way, just when you think they're out, they're not. Uh, what are they back? I'll just double check here. I think they're only three games back. Three games back right now. Yep. And we play the Boston Red Sox six more times this year. They play the Tampa Bay Rays six more times, and they play the New York Yankees six more times. So there's a lot of things that can happen in these last six weeks of baseball. But yeah, they're in it, man. They're a contender. Um, Is this team flawed? Like, if you're asking me, is this team flawed? The answer is, fuck, yeah, they are.
0: Well, okay. In a playoff situation, bats can go cold and you're screwed. I feel like our defense can steal a win. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we need our bats to show up and, and Bo to be healthy and all that, of course. Yes, yes, yes. But as far as the is this team a contender, like, I got to say, yeah, like, I feel good. as long as we can make the playoffs. I feel like good about this team. Like, if we're going to just play tight baseball, grind it out kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I like our chances of winning a game one nothing or two to one didn't feel that way last year. I don't know. It's not as exciting.
1: It's funny, it's funny how fandom works because I remember last year looking at the the Cleveland Guardians and being a little envious Being like, I like the way this team Mm -hmm. plays baseball. They grind it out. Sure, it's all on the shoulders of Jose Ramirez to drive in runs. Sure, they're only winning 3-2, but what a fun brand of baseball. Now that that is the Blue Jays' brand of baseball, (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) Yep, pretty
0: much sums up fandom for sure, but there you go. I don't know, Jays last year, 13th in runs allowed in all of baseball Mm -hmm. this year number one um okay uh, good question let's get on to the next one then jenna b tweeted at us X'd at us and said good good sorry good god how many times has danny jansen by hip been hit by a pitch this year and it always seems to be on the hand too uh so
1: first did- of all jenna very astute observation, by the way. It's funny because I Adam does have the actual number is how many times he's been hit by a pitch. But I Googled it and everything that came up, like there are three different times that Danny has been hit on the hand and missed at least one game because of it. He's been on the IL do, do it. And like, you know, Danny doesn't wear batting gloves, but you see more and more. He's got that, that, you know, you only need to be hit in the hand. What, what is it? Six strikes and you're out, right, Danny? And then. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, Eight hit by pitch for Danny Jansen so far, which seems like a lot. It does. Uh, We did look up, though, Ty France of the Mariners hit by pitch
1: 21 times this year. Just insane. That's a lot. Just insane. Uh, Who? Now, this is this is one. I'm going to pose the question and give you, Adam already knows the answer. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pose the question to you folks watching. Do you remember the early 2000s? Okay. Think the Frank Catalanato era of the Blue Jays. There was a gentleman on the team who just, do you remember the year, Adam? Do you have the season? He got hit by a pitch a lot, but it
0: was 2006 he led Major hey, two, League Baseball and hit by a pitch. But
1: 2006 was when a Blue Jay led the entire league in hits by a pitch. And we'll give you a second here. Who is that guy? Who is the dude who in 2006 was hit more than any other Blue Jay? And, Let's move on to
0: the next question, which is related sure. to it. We'll answer okay. it, and then we'll reveal the answer. Love it. There you go. Look at us. We're doing like a real show all of a sudden. Yeah, hey! Questions, <laughs> participation. Alright. Um. So from Patreon, Matt Finley says and this is a fun one. Different type of question for the mailbag this week. Wondering if you guys could take turns giving your answers for this Joey Votto tweet. Uh, the Joey Votto tweet in question is you get an enti- an entire year of major league plate appearances. Approximately 650. How many hits do you get? How many walks do you get? How many gulp hit by pitch do you get? Uh, there's the tweet in question. Uh, Matt says, I don't know what gulp means, by the way. It's just his tweet. I think gulp is just like that. Like Scooby-Doo yeah. kind of a... ruh bro. <laughs> <laughs> ruh bro. yeah. Um because you're hit by a pitch, right? Um.
1: I'll go first because I honestly, 650 plate appearances. It was funny. I went to Cologne. I was playing some shows there a couple months ago and I hit the batting cages and Mm. they were going, I went to the, the very fast one. So they were throwing at 70, 70 miles an hour. And I, I literally, man, like I fouled off, everything nice. like, I making contact off. well i guess making contact <laughs> i'm just saying like there was not one that was like so i gotta i gotta say like 650 maybe i get a hit or two i would stop swinging and i would make them get me out that would be i'd be an on base guy on base percentage i think i could get a on base percentage of 100 pitchers you know
0: Yeah, I could see
1: them like Pitchers have an on base percentage. Like back when the DH wasn't around, pitchers, I mean, they're a much better hitter than we were, are, but. uh... Uh, I could see them
0: walking me to get to Vladdy in hopes of a double play. (laughs) 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 How does that sound? (laughs) So that'll inflate my walks. Um, Hits. Hits. I think there's got to be. Two or three at bats where I'm facing a positional player.
1: Right? And right? the game. And he's
0: throwing 45, 50. Those lob shots. I play slow. Yeah. I could hit that. I could put it in play. I don't know if i yeah. They might catch it though. Um I do think Ooh. I'm so out of shape too, man. Like <laughs> I know. I thought of running ninety feet to first base oh, God. stresses me out. Um, realistically over 650 at bats or plate appearances. I think I could fall backwards into like three or four base hits. Yeah. If, if I was trying to hit 650 times, but I think I'm taking your strategy and I'm watching a lot of pitches. Yeah. Right.
1: Get me out. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I don't know if I could swing fast enough. To to catch up to any pitch,
1: I know I couldn't. I know I couldn't. I'd have to cheat so bad, like, and then I'd just look like an idiot, right? Like, yeah.
0: So I think I I think I would just go up there. I'd crowd the plate hard. I'd wear all the elbow pads and shin protectors I could. I'm going full crowd the plate mode, and I'm hoping to get hit by pitch, mm-hmm. walks and hit by pitch. The
1: Thai France, the Thai France. I,
0: yeah, I I think uh, I think I could probably. I bet you I could sneak out a dozen to 2 dozen hit by pitches. I got a lot of padding. I'm a I'm a padded boy, so I could I could take I could take some heat off the butt, you know? <laughs> yeah. Put it right off the old ham hawk back there. Yeah, I could get on base. <laughs> now, I'm probably getting pinch run for once I'm on base, mm-hmm. but yeah, I could get on base. I bet you I bet you like. I mean,
1: six hundred and fifty plate appearances. There's going to be some guys who walk you. There has I to mean, be, like, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I'd say probably two or three hits, as embarrassing of a number as that is. Probably like thirty to forty walks, which would be all on the pitcher's fault, not on me earning a walk. Um, and then, yeah, probably like twenty-ish hit by pitches, just because I'm. I know I'm going to be crowding the plate. And I'm not getting out of the way. Now, the umpires might call me on that, but...
1: You know what impressed me about facing 70 mile an hour pitching in the batting cage? Is all I Hmm. could think was like, R.A. Dickey, my man, throws a knuckleball 80 miles an hour. And I'm just like, I can't even catch up with... (laughs) I can't catch... When they're like dialed in meatballs across the plate, I can't catch up to it. I mean i'm old guys and i'm out of shape and just i mean i it's not like i could keep up when i was a teenager though like 70 miles an hour was fast but if it was if i was in the cage and knew where it was going i'd hit it you know you know what <laughs> hold on i just thought of something
0: i might no never mind i was gonna say i might be able to sneak in some like surprise bunt singles Hmm. but i'm thinking no the I'm brandon thinking. belt if you will Yeah, like maybe if they really shifted me, if I was hitting from the left side, I might be able to lay one down. But I'm thinking they're not in honesty. They're not respecting my power enough. They're Mm -hmm. they're playing infield in every time I come up. So even if I laid one down, I'm dead to rights. I'm not running it out quickly. So
1: I don't know. So now here it is. The big reveal. 2006 a toronto blue jay led the entire majors with hits by pitch and that was reed johnson reed johnson i loved reed me too me too and i i remember we were talking about this before you hit record too but man that i remember that year and it did feel like reed was getting hit like Every game, yeah. it was wild. It is so crazy to me that Ty France has 21, which Already? is what Reed Johnson had to lead major leagues back in 2006. Like at this pace, he's going to break 25, like he's going to be hit another three, four, five times. It's crazy. I just,
0: uh, the all time record for hit by pitch eh, does this really count? It was 1896. Huey Jennings, 51 hit by pitch.
1: Wow, that is a lot. But they couldn't uh, throw very fast back then, right? <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, Ron Hunt, 50 hit by pitch in 1971, did it for the Expos. Wow. Now, here's interesting little tidbit. Uh, third on the list, also Huey Jennings 46 the year after. Uh, number four on the list, also Huey Jennings. Who the year after that with 46? So, Huey Jennings was just taking my approach. He's like, I'm just going to crowd the plate and get on. Yeah. I uh, did it for the what Orioles. What a
1: painful, what a painful way to increase your on base percentage. Yeah. What a painful way is right. Um,
0: Sorry, 1898 here, Baltimore Orioles, Huey Jennings hit by pitch 46 times. Also, that same season, Dan McGann hit by pitch 39 times. So just a couple of teammates going up there crowding the plate. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Okay, um, let's get to Discord. You have some stuff from Discord?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is just typical Discord stuff going on. But I, I did, um I enjoyed the excitement from the boys that were chatting about it. So Rinks, of course, he's uh, been around for a long time. Rinks, good to hear you piping up here, bud. He goes, Astros lose, Mariners lose. Yep, we like that. And then <laughs> Forbes Jr. responds, I love this. It's officially scoreboard watching season. And it is. Scoreboard watching season. Mm -hmm. It is. And you know what? Listen, there are a lot of reasons to feel downtrodden about this Blue Jays teams at team at times there is, I don't begrudge it. I understand it. A hundred percent. There are a lot of fan bases out there that would give body parts to be engaged in baseball. August 15th, New York Mets fans. New York Mets fans would love to have the season the Toronto Blue Jays are having. We'll take a quick look at the standings here. The Blue Jays hold that third and final wild card spot. They're only two games back of Houston for the second wild card. Seattle, two games back of the Jays for the final spot. Boston, three games back of that. And then the New York Yankees, probably the last team you need to worry about at five and a half back. They sit 60 and 59 at the bottom of the AL East. And as for that, I mean the, when the trade done? deadline was the Angels are, are done. Off the the Angels? Angels the I'm crossing. They're seven game the Angels are seven games back. Like think about the fact that the Blue Jays are are closer to the Rays. Yep. than the Angels are to catching them. I ju- it's just not happening. And I mean, yes, the Angels had a lot of injuries and stuff, but that front office is uh Bit of a gong show, oh. a lot of opportunity to rebuild this organization up from the ground floor, and they they just didn't take it. Who knows though? Uh,
0: Cleveland Guardians, by the way, eight and a half games back of a wild card, but only four and a half back of the division, so they're further out than yeah. the Angels are as far as wild card goes. But that AL
1: Central's up for grabs. The Minnesota Twins are the best they've been all year and they are four games above 500. This is the best record, four games above 500. It's the best they've been all year. They lead the American League Central. We've talked ad nauseum about the disparity in divisions and how shit the Central has been, but it's kind of crazy to think that we're sitting here 120 games into the season, and the Minnesota Twins lead their division by four games above 500. It just blows my mind. It's just, God, that division sucks.
0: Sorry Birds. to Twins
1: fans. Sorry to Twins fans.
0: Um... You can you talk Arizona Diamondbacks while we're talking standings? They've kind of fallen off the cliff.
1: They have. They're a game under my, 500.
0: That was my NL team
1: this year with all those yeah. Blue playing for them. Uh, Man, the San Francisco Giants, like, I'm so impressed with what they've done this season. No one really saw this coming. And they tried so hard in the offseason to make a huge splash. I mean, Aaron Judge went there. (laughs) Arson Judge, I should say. Uh, Carlos Correa signed and then disappeared, right? Like, they had some really exciting moments where the media just made that fan base, like, just lose their mind with excitement and then just pulled the rug out from under them. I can't even imagine the three hours that they went through thinking that Aaron Judge was a giant. Like, man. But good on them. Oh, man. Hey. Um... Yeah, it's... uh. Them down that, I thought they were yeah, going to do it. Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks three and sure. a half games back of the, the final wild card spot being held by Miami. The Marlins. Man, I really bought in that the Marlins were for real this year, and I'm I'm just not sold anymore at, at game 120. I, I mean, I think the Cubs are the team that's going to be in the playoffs at the end of this thing. I'd I could be that's full right. of it, but, man, like, Playing them like playing them this weekend, they looked good. They've got really good pitching. They lack scoring as well. But I mean, we're kind of living in a glass house these days, so I feel bad throwing stones oh, at stones
0: that. Throne. <laughs> um checking in on former Blue Jays while we're looking mm. at the diamondbacks and such. Uh Gabriel Moreno back from injury. His uh, offensive prowess has lost some sheen mm-hmm. after the hot start that him and Lourdes put, both put together in April. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Teoscar Hernandez. Uh, rank those three in terms of how many home runs you think they have this season.
1: Hey, Oscar, number one. Lourdes number two, Vladdy number three. Close. Uh, Lourdes number
0: one, okay. Vladdy number two, Teoscar number three. Oh wow! Nineteen for Lourdes now. Uh, eighteen for Vlad, seventeen for Teoscar.
1: I never in a million years would have put it in that order. Anyways, just to touch on Gabriel Moreno really quick. We'll we'll move on. Um. I love Gabriel Moreno. I think he has all the potential in the world, but watching him this season, and I have paid attention to the Diamondbacks a little bit, and I have actually watched some games with Gabby behind the plate. Mm -hmm. The kid is going to be a stud. He's got a monster arm. Expecting him to run the pitching staff at 23 years old as a rookie, and on top of that, be an offensive stud that he has been predicted to be, is such a giant ask. Of a young man especially at the catching position and this is again why he was the one that was that was traded i mean obviously kirk was probably the guy they were trying to get them to take and you know you need two sides here yep moreno is going to be an all-star but it's like danny jansen like look at where danny is right now Turning 28 years old, right? He was always touted as an offensively gifted catcher. And we have only just seen that coming out of him in the last couple years where we are actually seeing his bat come together. And it took him years of just concentrating on the defensive end of the game to be, and forget about the metrics. It matters so much if the pitching staff trusts you. Mm-hmm. Even if even if defensively it looks like you're shit. If the de- if the pitchers are buying in, that's all that really matters. And this pitching staff loves Danny Jansen.
0: There you go. A lot of confidence in uh old Danny Jansen there.
1: So okay. Gabriel Moreno, all I'm saying <coughs> is like he is going to be great. Give him some more time, right? Like I know great, there's probably even diamondbacks right fans that are disappointed right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: okay uh last one longer question this one comes from patreon as well and then we'll get out of here uh right. so marcus g says what are your thoughts on a? oh you got to see the way he spells this a reunion for 2024 but it spells reu <laughs> hyphen n-i-o-n uh love that reunion uh for 2024 so he's a free agent after this season um maybe an incentive-laden contract. Does it make financial sense for both the front office and Ryu? Will Mm -hmm. Ryu price himself out of such a potential arrangement if he keeps rolling through September but has left off the postseason rotation?
1: This is a great question. I really do. Sorry.
0: He he goes on to just add, uh, and then we can address all of this. But he says, I ask because I'm concerned about the lack of starting pitcher six in the minors after trading away Roberts and Klopfenstein. Uh, Tiedemann will almost certainly be severely innings restricted for 2024. And what's the Mana insurance plan? I see Tiedemann as more of a Kikuchi replacement for the following season in 2025 with a prolonged audition next summer. So with Tiedemann, this might be the shortest part of the question for us to answer. So let's tackle this first. I mean, I agree. I think after here's two factors working against Tiedemann in 2024. Let me know if you agree or if you hate this. Factor number one, what we just saw with Alec Manoa in a learn your lesson type of a situation situation. I don't think the Jays are going to want to just throw a massive workload at Ricky Tiedemann after what they just saw with, with Manoa and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I think they are going to have to learn from that, be a little bit more careful. Also, what compounds that is Ricky Tiedemann's injury this season.
1: I think... Which they, has impeded his development. It definitely right. has impeded so his it set development. set
0: his development back. And just from like a workload standpoint, I think they really got to be careful. They can't afford to get too aggressive with him. And quick reminder and on Ricky
1: Pederman's age too. He's twenty-one years old. So the average age of uh, AA is twenty-four. Ricky's already with the New Fisher Hampshire, uh, the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. <laughs> God, I do that too often. Um, I think the goal is for so Ricky is back at double a he has done some rehab starts in Dunedin he skipped Vancouver he is now with New Hampshire which is where they wanted him to be all season long his innings minimal I think they're going to push him to try and get to triple a this year and then I think they're going to give him a full season and if he if he if he does the Alec Mano and blows them away, there may be a spot. But I really don't wish to see them rush this kid's development, especially if you look at the pitchers that they have locked up for the next little while. So Kikuchi sure. still has one year left on his contract. So 2024, he is a Blue Jay, mm-hmm. barring whatever might happen in the off season.
0: Given the season he's had sp4 or sp5 is his job to lose right like coming into this exactly. season there was question marks
1: i don't think there's a question yeah, mark for yeah he is a season. he's he's he has earned a spot in this rotation he shouldn't need to work for it at all i think coming out of spring training no matter what we see out of him he is in this rotation yeah. jose barrios five more years right. on his contract and he's been incredible So Jose Barrios locked up long-term Kevin Gosman three more years on his contract come 2024. Alec Manoa, they actually sending him down this year, they gained a year of, of uh, before he's a free agent. So now he's not even a free agent until 2029. He was originally going to be a free agent in 2028. So he's locked up long-term. Would I like to see Hinjin Ryu return? I think that's a great move. And I think that Boris, who is Scott Boris, the Boris Corp, is who is the agent, the agency for Ryu. They may need to take a rebuilding year. Listen, he's 36 years old. I think Ryu has some Charlie Morton in him. I think that he is a wily enough guy with enough pitches and hits his spots. He's always been a control guy that we could see Ryu in the big leagues for another four years. I don't think it's impossible. And I would love to see the Blue Jays give him another opportunity, just bolstering the depth. We've seen what happens when you think you have depth and then two guys go down and you're like, we have no depth, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So it would be great to see Ryu. And I I think that Hingen uh, enjoys Toronto. I think that he likes this team, is comfortable where they are. I can see him taking, you know, maybe, maybe it is more than we expect. Maybe he gets a one-year $20 million deal. But if they can get him on one year, I say do it. If they can do it on two at a decent price, I say do it. Now, I can't see Boris convincing any organization to give Ryu at 36 years old more than two years. Who knows, though? The Boris Corp has done some incredible stuff with contracts.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you said, he'll be 37 next year. Coming off of Tommy John, only playing a partial season. A three-year commitment would be probably a pretty incredible move for uh, his agent. Um, I mean, yeah. What I've seen from him this year, like, what's not to like? Whip of one point oh seven one, ERA two five seven through his three starts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I don't expect him to pitch those numbers for the next month and a half, but he he, he looks before he looks competent. Yes. Right, is the thing. It's always coming back from Tommy John. You go, well, what has he got left? Like, I mean, you know, what? where's the velo at? What is his confidence level to throw those pitches and to, to low? He looks
1: a hell of a lot better than Sendingard.
0: Yep. And he looks a lot better than he did uh, before he had Tommy John surgery. Yes. When he was that trying to pitch there. through that. yeah, Pitch through in the pain. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I would definitely give him one, like one or two years for sure. Um, yeah.
1: Drop your comments below grounds crew, by the way, uh, excellent questions. This mailbag, I really enjoyed this one.
0: Um, here's my food analogy for the day. This comes to, uh, managing, learning from your lessons and, uh, managing Ricky Tiedemann's workload increase. My daughter's 12. She's at that age where she's starting to like cook in the kitchen. And she, I, I always, I'm like, you gotta read the box follow the directions like you you gotta add how much butter and milk to the craft dinner that the box tells you to but the first time she made pancakes they turned out great and she was just winging it she just was like adding stuff to the mix and they turned out awesome the second time she did it they were a disaster i know every time since then i don't even have to tell her she is reading she's got the measuring cups out she is learning from her mistakes, and that's the analogy here with uh, Ricky Tiedemann. There you go, and, uh,
1: Alec Manoa. So don't uh, don't pancake Alec Manoa or Ricky Tiedemann like you don't did. Pancake
0: Alec Manoa. Ricky Tiedemann. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Okay, uh, that's mailbag for today.
1: Thank you so much to the grounds crew for all your questions. You can always get a hold of us by DMing us on Twitter at Walkoff Podcast, Instagram the Walkoff Podcast. Message us to join the Discord. It's a happening place. We're pushing 300 members at this point. Everyone is a very uh, supportive and fun place to talk baseball and Blue Jays. So all you need to do is grab a link from us. Patreon. You get your bump. That's uh, Patreon slash The Walk Off. Right, buddy? Yep.
0: Uh, MLB Mondays on Patreon as well. So Yes, that's if, right. If uh, by chance you were like, where's all the Wander Franco talk? Mm. wonder franco sorry freaking! i keep messing his name up anyways we talked about it yesterday it was all speculation and bs because there's no real details out yet i'm sure i'm sure we'll talk about it again next monday but uh, oh (laughs) you were able to not do mlb mondays so i did an hour solo on one of the most horrific stories i've heard of in sports in a long time so thanks for that
1: one yeah right Okay, everybody, thanks so much. Uh, One quick plug here for the live show in Toronto, September 10th, Baseball Town. It is a live, long toss. We've got Blake Murphy of Sportsnet, Julia Cruz of MLB.com, Johnny G of Gate 14, Jay Jackson of the Toronto Blue Jays, and, of course, our seasoned veteran Iron Lady, Baseball Jen, is going to be there. uh, I'm not there making adam incredibly jealous that this has all worked out but i just
0: i just had an idea you hire me to cat sit for you i come down check on cat stevens eric from 102 comes down
1: there you go (laughs) you got yourself a party i love it (laughs) all right cheers everybody everybody. take care of yourselves cheers thanks for listening to the walk-off podcast with scott belford and adam mack with a new episode every Friday. With oh. a drive.
0: She's a cracker. Shows to picture Raw move.
1: Thanks for listening.